0: Welcome to the show, and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, 7088 after 7. This is the Mark Aram show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Deb Green produces the show. Intern Spence is interning the show. Longoria, stoic as ever. The Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T-Chuck screens your calls. Low-T. Good to be back in studio, but it was uh, uh, a unique honor and a privilege to broadcast live yesterday from uh, the King Center celebrating their 50th birthday. I sweated uh, 12 pounds. I weighed myself after... Uh, and I sweated out twelve pounds. How about you, Longo? Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah,
1: I did lose a lot of weight this morning when I checked it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we, I was like, wow. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're we're indoor cats. Yes, we're not. No, yeah. We're not outdoor cats. <laughs> the only outdoor cat on the show is Chuck, and he was yeah. indoors, which makes no sense. Yeah, yeah I
2: gained three pounds. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> nice, asking. very good,
0: very I gained good. Five.
3: It was all cake.
0: Yeah, we had cake. We had lobster rolls, uh, wings, and and but it, we just sweated it all out. How many yeah. waters did you have yesterday? I had four. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The one I went with and three that I took from the ice yeah,
0: chest. God, that was, but it was it was worth it. It was worth the sweat, oh, definitely. Being out there, got to meet uh, Bernice King at the end. That was very cool. Uh, so thanks to all the listeners that came out yesterday too. That was that was a great experience. Um, we've got a big show tonight. Obviously, we're going to cover the uh, breaking news of Justice Kennedy's retirement. Uh, we'll discuss that in depth in only the way we can on the Mark Aram Show. Got some other goodies and treats, but I need uh, real quick two contestants. Uh, to call in for millennial match game. The only uh, stipulation to be a contestant in a millennial match game is you have to be over the age of?
2: I don't know, like 40? 40,
0: like 40, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> so like I,
2: started, I was thinking 50, and I'm like, no, nah, that's too late. No, 40, yeah, 40, 40. So we, 40. All,
0: 40 and over... Call now, 404 872 0750, 1 800 WSB Talk. We need two co- contestants for Millennial Match Game. I have two Millennials in studio, actually, both interns, the aforementioned uh, Mark Aram Show intern, Spence, and Bodie, who's, I guess you're the newsroom intern? Is that
3: uh, how it is? Yes, works? I'm the news intern here at WSB. Tell the
0: folks uh, about you.
3: Um, Well, I'm from the University of West Georgia. I'm actually the news director of the radio station there. And w I host, uh, It's the Wolf Internet Radio. Oh,
0: Wolf Internet Radio. Yeah, so it's, it's a
3: streaming station, and I actually host my own show there too. So. You know, I, I What's I the it, what?
0: Give your show a plug.
3: It is the Power Hour with Bodie Brooks. You can catch it Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on the Wolf Internet Radio. That's the Wolf, And
0: uh, the Power Hour means what? You're playing?
3: Uh, it's a political uh, talk show. Oh, okay. So um, not music. It, it was actually created by uh, Jared Yamamoto here oh. at WSB. So right. that, Never that, oh, that, yeah. We don't hear that. Every uh, the, the
1: Yamamoto legacy uh, lives on. on. I imagine he's only popular <laughs> in the morning stuff.
0: <laughs> moving on. Uh, all right. Do we have those in there yet, Deb, or no?
4: I'm getting there. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll start off with Longoria playing them first. And then uh, as soon as you slide him in, I'll start. So we'll start at the top, Longoria. All right. We have our two contestants for Millennial Match Game. James joins us on the program. James, how are you, my friend? Fantastic. All right. I'm going to try to uh, lock you in. There you go. You should be locked in. And you are uh, over 40, James? Oh, yeah. All right. And you'll be playing Ed in Buford. I think if I can pull him up, I don't know how these phones work. God bless, Ed. There you are. I am here. All right, Ed. You know how to play Millennial Match Game.
5: I do. I've been listening to it.
0: Uh, all right, you are uh, over the age of forty. I hope. I am. Okay, so basically, uh, let's see. James is going to play with Spencer, and Ed, you're going to play with Bodie. All right. Okay. All right, uh, James. Uh, Let's play Millennial Match Game.
1: Let's play Millennial Match Game. All
0: right, we're going to do uh, TV show theme songs from yesteryear. Wow. James is playing with Spencer. James, you simply have to guess whether or not Spencer will know what TV show this is from. You don't need to know. You probably will, but you just have to <laughs> guess whether Spence will know or not. First uh, TV show theme song Will Spencer know what show this is from? <laughs> To be honest, I don't. I don't even know what that's. I don't know from. what that's from either. Uh, well, you yeah, spoilers. You, uh, all right, Spencer doesn't know how the game works. You can't open your mouth yet, Spencer. <laughs> Good ah, lord! Happens. You get a free point there, uh, Spencer. I'm assuming you're gonna say he doesn't know, right? He right. does not have. A clue. Yeah. All right, Spencer, you got to keep your mouth shut. Well, hold buddy.
1: on. I want to keep giving this guy points. It's on my team. S-
0: does Spencer? Can know we get how a how new millennial? <laughs> all right. So the here's intern? the deal. I'm going to play Here's this thing. You don't say anything. Sure. Turn his microphone off, Longoria. You don't say anything until James guesses whether or not you know the theme song. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's when you talk. Don't make any sound. Don't give any hints. He has to guess whether or not you know. That's all. That's the game. All right, let's, let right. right. I'm going to take over now, Longoria. I got half of them in there. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> let's go with this one. Um, Ed, will Bodie know what television show this theme song is from? Pretty recognizable there. Uh, Ed, what do you think? Will Bodie know what TV show uh, that is from? He will not have a clue. You say no. Bodie, what TV show is that from?
3: I'm pretty sure that is from
0: MASH. That is not from MASH. That is Uh the (laughs) A-team. He was so confident, too. Oh, Oh, that was was great. (laughs) No, I like the confidence, Bodie, but Ed gets the point. All right. Is there no stealing? Listen, <laughs> you talk when spoken to, Spencer. Jeez, Louise. All right, um, here we go. You've
1: listened to the show, Spencer.
0: Yeah, Spencer's never heard the show. Um, uh. All right, James, Spencer, turn his mic off until I say so. Longoria. <laughs> no. All right. Well, uh, James, will Spencer know a TV show theme song? This is very recognizable '70s TV show. We all know what it is. James, what do you think? Will he know? You said what? No. You say no, Spencer. You can now talk. Do you know what TV show that is from?
1: Spencer agrees. Spencer does not know what that is. That from.
0: That is Chips. Uh, point goes to James. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. All right, Ed. Uh, you and Bodie up next. Will Bodie, the confident one, know what TV show this uh, is from? One of my favorite shows of all time. Ba-na-na. All right, we've heard enough. Um, Ed, will Bodie know what show that is from?
5: Uh, Let's see.
0: I'm going to say no. You say no. Bodie.
3: You are absolutely correct. I have no idea. I would be very impressed if you got it. That was
0: the legendary Dick Van Dyke show.
3: Oh, classic. Dick
0: Van Dyke. All right, we're tied 2-2. James, you and your buddy are up. Um, Oh, this is a good one. Will Spencer know what TV show this theme song is from?
6: I'm mean, going to listen to my story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Oil, that oil.
0: is. What do you think, James? Will Spencer know what uh, TV show that's from?
1: I'm going to say, I certainly hope so. I'm going to say yes.
0: All right. Faith in Spencer, the Millennial. Spencer, what TV show is that from?
1: Is it... Oh, God, I know this. The Hollywood Hillbillies, or it's the... Uh, the the, uh, hey, the guys that struck oil and got rich and moved to Hollywood. Deb, what do you think? Is that yeah. close? The Hollywood Hillbillies? I mean, he's on the right yeah. track.
0: Chuck, do we give it to him? Uh, I would give him that. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> James gets a point. It's the Beverly Hillbillies. Thank you. Thank well, that's <laughs> close enough. Well done, my friend.
4: Refresh your list if you can.
0: Um, Refresh my list if I can. All right. Deb says, refresh it. I've done it. All right. Here's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Ed, will Bodie you know what uh, TV show theme song this is? Simple instrumental, puts you in a relaxing mood. One of my favorite shows of all time. What do you think, Ed? Will Bodie know? Great
5: TV show. I'm gonna say no. That was a, that was I a agree tough with one. You. It was one of my favorites.
0: Such a good show, Bodie. That was tough. It's just instrumental. I
3: really need to brush up on my classic uh, Netflix, because I, I I don't know what that one is either. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is Taxi. Taxi?
0: Danny oh. DeVito, Judd Hirsch, the hot redhead. I, I
3: know the movie Taxi Driver.
0: But... Andy Kaufman, not related to the movie Taxi oh. Driver. All right, we're tied up three to three. Um, here we go, James. Spencer, will Spencer know this famous movie theme song? <laughs> All right, there was a big clue in there. Uh, James Spencer, will he know this? No. Yeah, I'm with you. No. What do you think, Spencer? Do you know? Nanu Nanu. You heard it in there. Nanu.
1: Green Hornet? I don't know.
0: <laughs> good guess, but no. That's Mork and Mindy, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, dear departed Robin Williams with the Nanu Nanu. All right, this is a good one. Uh, Ed, will Bodie know what TV show the uh, theme song this is? Babaloo! We know it. Will Bodie the uh, Millennial know it uh, from West Georgia? What do you think, Ed? I'm gonna say no. You say no, Bodie, Do you know what TV show that is uh, from? Well, that that one sounds pretty old.
3: Is is it a cartoon? I have
0: no idea. <laughs> it's I Love Lucy. It's I Love Lucy, which was cartoonish at times, but no, not a cartoon. That one's
3: that one's way back there. Um,
0: all right, That's let's like see. Oh, this is this is a good one. Here we go. Uh, you can take the lead with this one, James. Will uh, Spencer know what TV show theme song this is?
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I might let the words play on this one, actually. Are there words in this one? Yeah, yeah there are. Okay. We fast forward
1: The on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless in the world of criminals who operate above the law.
0: There you go. Plenty of that. Does he know, James, what TV show that's from?
1: See, the, the problem with that show is I don't know that they still show reruns of that show because if they did, they I would be watching.
0: They shows. do in Germany. I know that. <laughs> so.
1: Based on that alone, I, I want to
7: say
0: yes, but I'm going to say no. I'm with you. No way Spencer knows this. Spencer, what TV show is that? Knight Rider.
1: Whoa! Is that actually? Holy that was yes. Yeah.
0: Wow!
1: Impressive. No, I p- haven't seen a single episode, but it sounded like that would be Knight Rider. Nope. Uh, no point, but an
0: impressive uh, performance there. All right, uh, Ed, you can take the lead real quick. Uh, will Bodie know what TV show this is from? What do you think, Bodie? I mean, what do you think, Ed? Does Bodie know? <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm with you. No way. All right. Um,
3: Is this Starsky and Hutch?
0: close Magnum P.I. Oh, Bodie, uh, Bodie doesn't get the correct answer but Ed gets a point it's 5-4 to four four it. as we head into the final round of Millennial Match Game with intern Spencer who now understands the rules and intern Bodie, who uh, goes to West Georgia we'll come back <laughs> hang tight uh, James and Ed will be playing for some uh, great Belinda Carlisle tickets when we come back this is a Millennial Match Game on a Wednesday it's the Mark Aram Show All right, wrapping up Millennial Match Game. Let's see if I can get the contestants back on the air. Probably not. We got James, who's playing with Bodie, and Ed, who's playing. Oh, no, James is playing with Spencer. Ed's playing with Bodie. James, you're up right now. Uh, Will Spencer, you need this one, by the way, James. Will Spencer know what TV show theme song this is from? (laughs) We know that. Will uh, Spencer, the millennial, know what TV show that is from?
1: Is that like Roger Whoa! or something?
0: Oh, uh, listen, kid. James.
5: <laughs>
0: Go ahead and say no. because yeah, Just, just <laughs> say no. Foul. All right. James says no. James, are you there, by the way? Are you on the air? Yes. All right. Yes, you say right. no. Spencer, do you know? Not Roger Rabbit. I don't know. It's it's, it's Leave It to Beaver. Okay. All right, James gets a point. Ed, you can take the lead. Um, Oh, here's a good one. Will Bodie know what TV show theme song this is? I I know the show, but I don't recognize the theme song, so I'd be surprised if Bodie knows it. Ed, do you think Bodie knows that theme song? I don't think he'll know it. Me neither, Bodie. This
3: is like the most '80s sitcom sounding song. I have no idea. what this That was that
0: was <laughs> Webster. Web- Webster. I, 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 I watched even the, heard show. Of the show. I was with uh, the little guy. All right, here's one. Uh, you need this one to stay in the game, James. Will Spencer know what theme show uh, theme song this is? That's a tough one. What do you think? No. You say no. Spence?
3: That's a good choice. I have
0: no idea what No that idea. That is who's the boss. All right, you can win it right here with a win, Ed. Will he know? Will Bodie know what TV show this is from? What do you think, Ed? I don't think he'll know it. You say no. Bodie, what TV show is that from?
3: Oh, I know it. But I can't remember it.
0: <laughs> T- take a shot. Take a oh, shot.
3: Take a um, shot. That's not the monsters, is it? It it's, is the monsters. It is. Wow. Oh. What did
0: you guess, by the way, Ed? Did you guess yes or no? I guess, no. You know what? It doesn't matter. I'm giving you both tickets. Hang on the line. You both (laughs) want a pair of tickets to the Retro Futura Tour featuring Belinda Carlisle and others, July 11th at State Bank Amphitheater Chastain. Park tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Good job, interns. Good job, callers. We'll come back after news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show.
1: Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show, who, by the way... Stole by Jesus, Fish.
5: It's so good to be born in America. Well oh, me and free, it's so good to be born in America, all oh, the home of the red, the white and the blue.
0: Welcome back to the show. 737-23 in front of eight o'clock. Mark Ehrman, you're back and call till nine in the PM. The gang is all here on a Wednesday Eve. Still some severe weather out there, uh, east over Eatonton, north of Athens, uh, east of Gainesville, and down uh, around Lagrange and Griffin. I'll keep you posted with updates. Kirk Mellish will break in with any severe weather alerts. It was a nasty ride coming in here today for me. I've got a you know a four mile commute, and it was it took like thirty five minutes. It was. It was it took just
2: took you longer than the six minutes it normally takes.
0: Exactly, it was nasty. So be careful out there. Um, everybody's here: Longo, Loti, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um uh, Breaking news: You probably heard here first, live on WSB, uh, having to do with the Supreme Court of the United States. Justice Kennedy announcing his retirement. I
7: think the priority for the president now will be to get somebody who won't do what Kennedy did, namely disappoint those in the party of the president who appointed him. Kennedy wasn't quite the disappointment, for example, of David Souter, appointed by George H.W. Bush, and then a bitter disappointment to conservatives, or Governor Earl Warren, Republican of California, appointed by Eisenhower, and then Warren became a symbol of liberal judicial activism. So far, Gorsuch is not disappointed in Trump. I think the president's goal will probably be to pick another Gorsuch.
0: A very important appointment coming up from the president and the long-term impact on uh, the Supreme Court is huge. This Supreme Court nomination is even more
8: crucial than most because few justices in American history have exercised more power than Anthony Kennedy. He joined the court in 1988, appointed by Ronald Reagan. No conservative firebrand, he frequently agonized over the big decisions. But in landmark case after case, Kennedy's crucial swing vote decided major issues defining American law and shaping American life.
0: That's from ABC Radio News. I'm sure Eric uh, and Hannity talked to, at length about what this means. Uh, big victory for conservatives uh, to get that, uh, uh, what we assume will be a very conservative voice on the Supreme Court. And, and President Trump has said he wants to get someone young in there, so they'll be there for 40 years or so, and uh, someone conservative. Um, so obviously, this is a big development. I don't want to talk about the politics of it. There's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's out of our hands. It's going to happen. Um, so I'll, I'll let the, the pundits talk about that, but I I was thinking about this and I I want, if there are any lawyers out there, I'd love to hear from you on this. So in the, the career path to becoming a Supreme court judge is you first go to law school, then you become a lawyer, then you become a judge. Sometimes, sometimes you don't depending on who's nominating you. And then you, uh, you get nominated to the Supreme court as a lawyer. That's the, the best job. Like that's the top position you can have. Right. Like that's that's it. There's no better job for a lawyer ever than Supreme Court judge.
2: I get I would think that some some of them would probably argue attorney general of certain states um, if they're because they have no intent, no want to become judges. Sure. They stay in the attorney role. And so then they become attorney generals. But I think if you make the leap from attorney to judge, then, yeah, I, I can't hardly see. Not wanting. To I mean, even there.
0: if you're the attorney general of the United States, that's still not as as powerful as as a Supreme Court. I mean, I'm just
2: saying not every lawyer is sure. Attempting to sure. I mean, a it judge, depends. But, yeah. yeah,
0: it depends on on your personal preference. Yes. But, but for judges, in a vacuum, yes. in a vacuum, uh, if once you get into law school, the ultimate job you could ever get mm-hmm. is probably Supreme Court justice. Attorney General is probably right there below. Um,
2: yeah, I would I, I would think so. Attorney General of the country was probably a step below being a Supreme Court justice. Just just because you're still a short time. Once you get to the Supreme Court, you're there until you decide to leave.
0: Exactly right. Or die. (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, So I want lawyers, especially, I want to hear from. But whatever, you know, you're driving home now in the rain and it stinks. and, And I don't know if you're happy with your career or not. But whatever career you're in, what is the ultimate job in your career?
2: I know it wasn't this for me.
0: Well, the, all right. So let's use, <laughs> wow. you, let's use you for example. I'm GLD. Let's use you as any, no. It's a good. I was going to ask you this anyway. <laughs> so, Low T Chuck, who is from Montana, born and raised in Montana, got into uh, uh, broadcasting haphazardly. Wound up
2: then haphazardly I went back <laughs> to school. <laughs> well,
0: whatever. Me- tripped using. into it. Whatever. He was in construction, and all of a sudden, he's he's working on the Revenant with Erickson. <laughs> Big things <laughs> happen to Chuck, and your and your role as producer of the Eric Erickson show and co-host-ish of the Mark Aram show. What's the ultimate job in, in your field?
2: Uh, um, I, th- I think being associated with probably a national program
0: so producing Rush Limbaugh, yeah, or something
2: like that, or or working on a show that just made its way up the ranks to a national platform, na- that, yeah. yeah, producing and a national a, syndicated, yeah, I show. think so, and working with affiliates and something on a larger scale would yeah. probably be it.
0: Deborah Green, who's part-time side hustle is producing the Mark Aram show, it actually is an on-air talent on her sister station 97, won The River. As, as a DJ, an FM DJ, what's the, the ultimate career job for an FM DJ?
4: I mean, I think a lot of people would probably say program director, yeah. but I, I wouldn't want to be a program director. Like, what I would want to do is host my own morning show. Okay. Anchor a morning show. That would be it for me.
0: A morning show in like New York or L.A., right? Like that's the top, not that you'd want to move to New York or L.A., but the probably, best.
4: Probably more like London, but yeah, the absolutely. B- the best
0: job would be a morning show at a major right. market yep. in at in a, in a number one station. Absolutely. All right, Longoria Engineer on the other side of the takeout window. Yes. What what career
1: would be the Um, I would I would like to board up a, a national radio show. Yeah. N- maybe in San Francisco, I really like.
9: West Mark, Coast. Mark
1: Levin I like the West Coast so LA I could hook it with Mark Levin Mark Levin <laughs> what no, you got right. something, Chuck no
0: all right but for, for me oh, I have two careers so I, I'm, I do the, the TV in the morning what I could do it in New York I guess that'd be a, a bigger but I think I make more money in Atlanta than they do in New York do in the traffic so I think I pretty much Your money hit, would go farther here yeah well that is a debt but I really think I might be the highest paid traffic guy in the in the world. I don't know, maybe in Russia with the ruble. I don't know what the, the <laughs> Russia. But, why Russia? I don't know. But I, I mean, I th- I think I've hit the career peak when it comes to traffic reporting on television. I don't. Yeah. The you know the Barbie in L.A. doing traffic on the NBC station. I make more than she does, and the people in New York, like we have higher ratings on Channel Two in the morning than they do in the New York morning show. So yeah. I think I've hit. I've actually peaked. Nice. I, I peaked early, as okay. like they said in Superbad. Too early, yeah, I'd be yeah. too early. Sometimes that's not good, no, yeah. but exactly. <laughs> I'm like the Orson Welles. Yeah. Um, but radio wise, I think you know, being a, a, a Limbaugh or a, a Howard or Howard Stern, sure, Howard, yeah, that that's probably the top per job in my profession, mm-hmm. right? I mean, can you imagine making Limbaugh or Howard Stern money? Like he, he's he's got dollars. Do you know much uh yeah, half a million half a billion dollars I mean. in serious stock is what yeah. Howard Stern is sitting on right now. And he's still working.
2: I know.
0: <laughs> God bless him. I'd be out of there so Well good he only works you. four
2: days a week, and I'm pretty sure he takes summers off. Three, so he's, three days a week. Is it three days yeah. a week now? And vacation good. all the time. Good lord. That's awesome. The
0: key with him though, he has everything he's ever done on radio on tape. So they can you know, he's got two stations, one
2: yeah, that's right. Howard 101. and Yeah, Howard 100 so 101. Like they
0: they could play bits from 1983, interviews from 1987. Like he has all that. And I'm assuming a, you guys are keeping huge. all my tapes, right? Well, you think, well, sure, oh. <laughs> sure. Yeah, in a big <laughs> in a big room. We rented out the Clark Howard room. So and, in, uh, in 2031, in we could replay room. that millennial match game right there. With yeah, Spence we wouldn't want to do that. Uh, but for my for my uh, profession, that is the that's the height. The the Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh. That's the highest of the high. Now, if I were to ask um, Jovita Moore, anchor of Channel Two Action News, what what is the greatest career for her? It would probably be anchoring in one of the bigger markets, right, um, in a New York or in L.A., being the evening anchor, the 11 p.m. anchor. That's that's probably the top
2: local or national, because there's that jump from. Oh, local, you're right. You're you know, absolutely there's lo- right. There's the jump to like national, like Lester Holt and all that. You yeah, know.
0: being so, uh, David Muir on yeah. ABC. You're right. That's actually that would probably be the uh, the top career goal for a. Uh, news anchor news anchor i couldn't think of what they're called that's okay news, <laughs> i'm here for you news anchor news person so think about what career you're in right now and what is the the top job in your profession what what can you aspire to be no matter what your profession let's say you're a, a sous chef you know what's the best job in your profession
2: i would be interested to know what people in that industry sure i want to know about place. all the industries yeah but even the food industry specifically, I would really like to know if you're working your way up. Where do you want? What do you want to do? Because like some be people a, just want to have a hot dog stand.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. They're exactly. like, oh, man, I just
2: want to talk to people and have a hot dog stand." Others don't want to talk to anybody. Be yeah, better, you know.
0: But for a chef, maybe it's like to be a Michelin starred chef right. in Paris, France, or Corpus Christi, Texas, or <laughs> where, wherever. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm just curious about whatever your career is. What's the top job in your profession? And I really want to hear from lawyers because I, I think I'm correct. If you go to law school, and whether you become a lawyer or not, I would think the going into law school, the top job in that profession eventually would be a Supreme Court justice. Like nothing, if you're a lawyer, there's nothing bigger than that, right? Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk Politician President of the United States. Yeah, I would think that would be your top Uber driver driving for NASCAR. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe okay. that's like you're yeah, so okay. good behind the wheel that you're like I'm gonna I'm gonna ride in the Cup Series.
1: I would think maybe they would want to drive for somebody. No, could be like Mark Aaron, like a Yeah, yeah, but like for somebody famous, like the president. Or All right, something here's like a good that. one because you know we're home of Delta. I know a lot of pilots
0: and uh, listen to the show. What's the ultimate job for a pilot? NASA. Oh, yeah. being an astronaut. Right?
4: Isn't that like the next step for someone? Or know. Space Force. Yeah, Space, Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's new. No? I don't know. That could be. That could be. So there you go. That's what we're going to, we're talking about uh, with Justice Kennedy stepping down. In your specific profession, what is the top job? I think for a lawyer, uh, Supreme Court Justice is the top job in that profession. 404 750 800 wsb Let's kick things off with Joe. Joe, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Good evening. Hey, brother.
6: So my uh, my profession was uh, building the sport of kickboxing on television, which we did on ABC, NBC, CBS. You're the brains ESPN, behind uh, kickboxing? Yes, yes. And uh, this week um, I had a chance to spend two hours with Dana White in uh, Las Vegas. That's and, the uh,
0: MMA guy, right?
6: Yeah. Yeah. So, our sport, our agency for television, IMG, all those years, uh, ended up selling the UFC with him as the president last year um, for four point two billion dollars. Yeah. And so his share, as you were talking about people having stock, his share only took him to three hundred and eighty-two million.
0: Oh, poor guy. So, poor Dana White. Yeah,
6: that would be at the top of my
0: uh, yeah. my list. What are you, are you retired now, Joe? What are you doing?
6: No, no, we're we're still operating our studios here, and we're uh, rebranding the PKA now, and uh, you know, so we we hope to be back on. We were on ESPN the first week that uh, ESPN was on the air, and Dana is just moving the UFC over to ESPN now, so there may be some synergy. Can I can there. I set
0: up a kickboxing match between Loti and Longoria? Can we get that to happen? You, you could. Oh, you want me to referee it? <laughs>
6: I would love for you to referee
0: it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Blow my knee. Yeah, I,
6: I, uh, I refereed, uh, Gary McKee against uh, Willis the Guard at, at one of our Who won? ESPN Did Gary
0: offenses. win? Gary probably won that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he All had right. to win. Joe, I appreciate the call, brother. We got to run your specific profession. What is the top job in your profession in honor of Justice Kennedy uh, retiring from the Supreme Court? 404 872 750 1 800 WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Justice Kennedy stepping down—a hole in the Supreme Court—is that the ultimate profession for a lawyer? Supreme Court justice. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty is the number. Michael joins us in Roswell. Michael, welcome to the program. Welcome. How are you, Mark? What's going on, brother?
5: Uh, well, I'm a lawyer, but I'm a second career. But the one thing I would say is that you can't necessarily assume that all lawyers want to be judges.
0: No, understood. Uh, but in but in a it- vacuum. If, if if you're a lawyer, is that the ultimate uh, job eventually you could have?
5: No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I think if you're a judge, yes, because you've already gotten that mindset that you're going to,
0: okay. you know, you love the
5: law and you want to rule on it. But a lot of lawyers are into helping people, which you really don't get to do. Judges are like referees. They Correct. don't get to help anybody. They, they just keep it in the middle of the road. So for so a lawyer,
0: for a lawyer, not a judge, what's the ultimate uh, gig then?
5: I think it just depends on the lawyer. You could be somebody who wants to help, you know, intelligent people, so you get the greatest firm that helps the most people. That might rock your boat. So I understand, you it, I understand the it. Money I understand or... it. I understand
0: it differs for, between personalities. But in a vacuum, is it attorney general? Is that the best lawyer job ever, or is it the the counsel for Google? Or you know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah, they're they're just so totally different.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Michael. That's he's a lawyer. He was charging me. He's trying to get me to pay for another hour right there by filibustering my question. Typical lawyer move. I got on to you, Michael. I caught on to you. In your profession, what is the best job you can eventually have? 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Newsweather and Traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show.
8: You and you're listening to the Mark Aram show.
7: How lucky are you? No, I'll run this town to be near
1: you. No.
0: back to the show and a good wednesday eve to you mark aram here you there it's 8077 after eight this is the mark aram show from monday through friday what time 7 to 9 p.m on news 95 5 and am 750 wsb a gang's all here deb green produces the show intern spencer is interning longoria a stoic on the other side of the takeout window with lochi chuck screens your calls oh, oh, hello. Following uh, breaking news earlier today on WSB Radio, you heard it here first, uh, Justice Kennedy steps down from the Supreme Court. Major repercussions uh, coming out from the halls of justice.
7: When he came on the court, there was a pitched battle to overturn Roe versus Wade. And many people thought at the time that he would be the vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. He helped uh,
8: preserve the core of that decision. And now as he leaves, it is once again
6: an open question about uh, that decision and others.
0: Who will President Trump nominate? Uh, will they get confirmed? And all the good juicy stuff tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade? and throughout the day, I'm sure uh, Eric Erickson and Eric von Hessler are going to dive deep into the political ramifications. There, I am not diving deep into the political ramifications. I'm diving deep into the career ramifications. I had the this thought when I saw this the story break today that uh, if you're a lawyer lawyer as jud hickenbotham says lawyer um the bet the best job a lawyer could ever attain would be to su- be a supreme court justice now maybe not all lawyers want to be judges but that's a career path like if you, you i'm pretty sure you have to be a lawyer first to be a judge right isn't that a prerequisite
2: uh no not in many cases
0: not in montana but in in the civilized Mm-mm. world Mm-mm. no dad no, check on that i just did you did really mm-hmm. so how do you be a judge you just
2: well, a lot, of, a lot of places you run for judge, and there's no qualification for no actually case. having a lawyer or anything like that. No. In many cases, you're right, but in a lot of cases, you don't. Now, they are always lawyers because those are the people that are interested. You yeah. and I aren't going to run no. for a judge no. or be appointed because we be don't be know fun, what we're though. doing. It would be hilarious.
0: <laughs> um, and there's nothing— Imagine <laughs> Chuck being a judge. Uh, I would, want you to sit on— uh, Traffic court for one day, dude. That would <laughs> guilty. Oh
1: guilty. man, <laughs> you think you could pull it off? Oh, it would well, be you're fantastic. Going, you're
0: going 50 in a in a 45. Six years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I would be the most overturned judge <laughs> ever. Um, and there's no there's nothing in the Constitution um, as far as age or any prerequisite for being uh, okay. um
0: Supreme Court Just. Yeah. Supreme All right. Court Interesting. What your profession is? You're driving home right now. You're stuck in the rain, the traffic. Think about your profession and what is the ultimate job that uh, you can achieve in your profession. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mike joins us in Swanee. Mike, welcome to the show.
5: Uh, my brother was a lawyer. I don't
0: know if he'd want that job or not. No? What What do I've you always do? I've wanted to own the radio station, too. Really? You, you, you. you missed the boat by about 40 years, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend buying a radio station right now.
5: Yeah, I'm in my 60s, so I know I'm too
0: old. Yeah.
5: What, I've, I've always wanted to have a radio show for kids on Saturday mornings. And
0: what What would you call it? I'm not sure, but I'd read stories and we'd talk about holidays and stuff. Mike's good time happy hour? I guess. Yeah, would you have puppets and stuff like that? Yeah, different people reading
5: stories with different voices.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. Would you have contests? We like uh, what was that, Mike? I'm sorry.
5: We might, we might even do. I don't know if we have puppet shows or not, but we might have artists come to sing for us.
0: All right. Well, I mean, yeah, a puppet show on a radio might be tough, but uh, yeah, I, I would listen to that, Mike.
4: You do a podcast. i mean,
0: You know what, Mike? First, get a fo- get a new phone and then buy the radio. station. Yeah, stations. work on that first. That phone was uh, really bad. Candace is in Ackworth. Candace, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hello. Hello, Candace
9: hi so i am actually in property management i'm an assistant manager um for a high rise in midtown Ooh. yes so for me it would probably be moving ultimately to like a vp position
0: okay not not managing trump tower or something like that that's
9: no not really like you most people you get assistant position, then you move into property uh, manager position, and then from there you go to regional, and then from there you tend to veer out into like a VP position, whether you're over operations or marketing for the company as a whole. So that's kind of the pathway. So what would what management.
0: would you, you'd be vice president of what of operations of uh,
9: yep. a VP big building? Of operations VP of um, marketing, and it's based on the company you work for. For instance, the company I work for. They mostly um, own and operate their properties, but Mm -hmm. you do have a lot of companies that are simply for the purpose of managing as a third party. Sure. They don't own any of the properties that they manage. So it just depends on the company you work for, but typically that's kind of the route that you take.
0: What about Vice President of Hannity Rentals?
9: (laughs) if (laughs) that was in existence, I'm sure that would I don't know.
0: I know know he bought a lot of HUD homes and he needs help renting uh, or managing his rentals. Maybe... uh... Maybe and that, that is good.
9: a growing market yeah. with, you know, with the housing crash in '08, you know, a lot of companies have gone in and bought up single family homes and are now renting them out. So sure. they're needing people to basically do the same thing you do in an apartment. Um, but I just personally, if I'm going to do that, I'd rather be the one owning the sure, house. Sure, Absolutely. I have faith in it, you, so. Candice.
0: You sound like you got your stuff together. I think you'll be a vice president. Sooner rather than later. I have faith in you. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Charlie's in Gainesville. Charlie, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, what up, buddy? I'm, ret- I'm retired army, and so the ultimate job,
5: if you're enlisted, you still there? I'm here, brother. Okay, this road is weird. Uh, if you're enlisted, the ultimate job would be sergeant major of the army. If you're an officer, it would
0: be General of General. the Army. General. So if you're an enlisted guy, the highest rank you can get is Sergeant Major? Major of the Army. Of the Army, okay.
5: And now, if you're just in a regular unit, that would be Command Sergeant Major.
0: Command Sergeant. But if you are an officer...
5: It would be General of the Army.
0: General. What? How many stars is that?
5: Well, there's only been two uh, that were five stars. Yeah and uh but most of them are just four stars
0: were you were you but, an enlisted guy or were you uh
5: oh i was enlisted
0: yeah when did when was, did you when did you uh enlist
5: on january 2nd of 1975.
0: so you did you uh that's that's toward the end of korea so you didn't No, I yeah. no, was in vietnam vietnam i'm sorry yes not korea that was way after korea um okay. and and how long did you serve Twenty years, five months, twenty-eight days. Good for you, and and now you're you're taken care of, right? You got your pension, all that good stuff.
5: My pension pays my house note.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's that's it. Wow, I thought that I thought they would have taken care of you better than that.
5: Well, it would have, except uh, certain a certain individual was in the office of uh, Commander in Chief at the time, and he cut a lot of the benefits for hmm. the retirees.
0: Excellent. And uh, did you enjoy your your twenty years in? If they would let me, I'd still be in. Why? They wouldn't let you? Was there like a mandatory retirement age or something?
5: Yeah, well, mandatory retirement uh, when you reach a certain rank.
0: Okay. I got
5: gotcha. you. And I, I, I achieved the rank that I wanted. I didn't want to go any higher. They told me I was going to get promoted, and I said, no, I'm not. I'm, And they said, well, you ain't got a choice. You're on orders. And I said, no. I made the rank I want. They said, well, you're on orders. I said, well, I got more than 20 years, and I'll just retire.
0: And how long ago was that? That would have I retired, been nineteen ninety five. June
5: of ninety five.
0: Yeah, and what have you been doing since then? Driving a truck. All right, you enjoy that?
5: Oh yeah, I've seen uh, more of the my backyard. In other words, the forty eight states that I have uh, before I started driving a truck.
0: I would imagine that's one of the benefits is getting to see the country uh, behind oh, yeah. the wheel of the big rig.
5: What's yeah, All right. So, as a was, truck
0: driver, yeah. as a truck driver, what's the ultimate job there?
5: Probably to either own a trucking company. Yeah. or or own your own truck yeah so but then you got to put up with all the politics of that too so no matter what job you got you got to put up with politics.
0: No doubt well Charlie thanks for your service and thanks for the call. I appreciate it buddy
5: Thank you all I right.
0: enjoy listening to you. Thank you brother. So a friend of mine just retired from the Army He's like he's like a couple years older than me. He was a pilot in the army and now he is working for an airline.
1: And but then I, NASA
0: or and then space and then Space Force. Space Force. Um, but
2: if you can go in early and, and get and put in 20 years and yeah, retire, you can exactly. pretty well. I had a friend at our 20 year reunion, yeah. He just retired and I, he went in right after high school, retired at 38. Asked him what he was doing, he the opportunities in front of him yeah. and everything that he can do. And he still gets, you know, exactly military. Yeah, like he's yeah, very, very well. I mean, it was it was good for him. I think it's good for a lot
0: of people if sure. you do that. Did you ever think about joining the military?
2: Uh, for a fleeting second. Yeah. When I when I was first trying to like what am I gonna do yeah. with myself after college, that first stint, like when I was twenty three. I honestly thought, like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I should maybe think about going to the military. It didn't work out, but I did think about it, yeah.
0: Longoria, did you ever think about it? No. Dev? <laughs> no. I the thought no. so I when I graduated in ninety one it was like Desert Storm mm-hmm. and I thought about it for sure. Like there was a lot of a lot of dudes I went to high school with uh, enlisted right after that. You think you could have made it? Back then, yeah, really, yeah. I oh, because you were a Division One. I, I was Division. Yeah. But that, that, but that's the why I didn't do it. I wanted to keep playing baseball. Oh, okay. And I'm sure my parents were like, "No, idiot, you're going to college. Yeah. You're not enlisting." But I mean, yeah, my was, mom would not
1: have wanted me. I mean, I would have had to. But if fogger. you don't know
0: what you're gonna do, you what you want to do in life, you know that it, it it works out for a lot of people to to you know you put 20 years in, and so guys I know they're 38. Yeah. They're they're you know.
2: And they can go off and find a an, uh, you know another even yeah. s- you know half career you know exactly. part time career basically exactly and do right. like he's doing driving truck yeah. or whatever and do very very exactly well
0: exactly yeah. right yeah but my life my life would have been different for sure no I could have handled it I was in good shape
1: okay I believe you what you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're looking at me like you're trying to convince me but that yeah, was I, mean, an I mean, believe you, you but I don't really believe yeah you, yeah, that, you totally <laughs> you totally don't believe me. <laughs> I was Pizza in hunt?
0: great shape Pizza till hunt? I was like twenty three. Okay. And then I got a job in radio. <laughs> yeah, that, that really, really yeah. That's what did it. and then I was like, oh, free food every day. Donuts Fridays. Getting up at three in the morning. That that'll that'll get you out of shape in a hurry. Yeah. But no, at seventeen, when I was a senior in high school, yeah. I was fit as a fiddle. Fit as a fiddle. Uh, I was I was better shaped than Chuck. Carlos is in college park. Carlos, welcome to the show, brother. How are you, sir?
8: Hey, thank you so much. Listen I, um, I I'm the same gentleman that talked to you about the Arabian horses in Giza yes. but after I left that uh, position I went back to school to Columbia and got my master's in infrastructure with a background in nuclear physics and I became a project manager for a company. That asked me to go to Jenkinsville, South Carolina, because they were building two nuclear power plants, um, which they haven't built in 30 years. Yes. And when I got there, I was working as the contractor for six months and they said they wanted to go in house. And what that meant is that they wanted me to be part of the company, and I did. And I went from a project manager to a general foreman, and within six months, I went to a superintendent. The next step from that would be the general manager of the nuclear power plant.
0: And then and the I next was, the step after that, you're uh, Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. And you own the nuclear power plant. Carlos, so I got to run. Speaking of The Simpsons, this Friday on the uh, Mark Aram show, I uh, talked to one of the writers of The Simpsons, Mike Reese. He's been with this, the, the show since episode one, 30 years of Simpsons.
2: Was that 87, 88?
0: Uh, do the math. I don't know, 30 years. You do the math, Chuck. You're from Montana. We'll come back with more of your calls. Your profession what is the highest position you can achieve in whatever you do for a living? 404 872 0750. This is The Mark Aram show. 69 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street at 825. Mark Aram and gang rolling on discussing uh, the retirement of Justice Kennedy stepping down from the Supreme Court. In your profession, what's the highest level you can achieve? Kelly joins us on the show. Hey, Kelly.
10: Hi, I'm a nurse and you can become a chief nursing officer.
0: You could actually become Surgeon General of the United States, I bet.
10: Yeah, I guess you could, especially like I'm working on my doctorate, so. Look at you!
0: What do you? What's your uh, doctorate uh, relating to?
10: Um, Nurse executive leadership. I'm a board certified nurse executive advanced.
0: Wow! And you, you absolutely love that job.
10: Absolutely love that job. I work for the best pediatric organization in the country.
0: That's that's great. I I my my mom wanted me to be a doctor but i'm i'm too squeamish like i see blood i'm like oh i don't need i don't need any of that and i i really respect nurses doctors ems people that go on scene of crashes like i could never ever do that job you see some crazy I was stuff
10: and emt before i was a nurse so i've seen both sides of it oh
0: my goodness so all right what's the highest thing again head nurse practitioner chief,
10: no chief
0: nursing officer chief? CNO. all right cno well i think you will get there kelly
10: well, thank you very much. Have a good evening.
0: You too. I have faith in you. Caroline's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Caroline.
4: Hey, how are you?
0: Excellent. What's going on?
4: Hey, I actually, my profession is a stay-at-home mom. And I have actually achieved the highest level because I am now, now that I'm an empty nester, I am now friends with my kids.
0: Fantastic. That's always a good thing. Nothing better than
4: that. Oh, yeah, because when, when they're young, you're their parent first and not their friend. But now that they're older and on their own, Best thing ever is that now we're friends.
0: And you you have a lot of free time now.
4: I do. I do.
0: You should intern for the Mark Aram show with Spencer. You've
1: I could do that.
0: Yeah. we well, can get college credit. We won't pay you. Wait, do you get paid?
7: Barely.
1: You do get yes,
0: paid, I do, though. I, get paid. I know you get paid, Carol. I was just wondering, you really? Sure do, yeah. Wow. That's great. There we go. There wow, we yeah. Federal mandate now. Is I, it? Something like that. I, yeah, I, I never got paid in my internships. Nah, I didn't even get college credit. They're like, you can show up or not. <laughs> Aram. you good-looking son of a gun look out Go of the army look how good a shape you are 19 no year old mark Aram. <laughs> yeah i'm sure that's all <laughs> right more of your calls when we come back 404-872-0750 1-800-wsb talk your profession what is the best gig you could eventually get in your job news weather and traffic next
5: hi everybody this is john dimension you're listening to mark Aram's show He's one of the best <laughs> He packed in the animals two by two. I a camel and a kangaroo. Packed him in that park so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the step ship him, him. Tell him about that master plan.
0: Oh, my love! Welcome back to the show, 837, 23 in front of nine. Mark Aram and gang with you till nine. Big show tomorrow. We'll have little Sanjay with Would You Rather. I believe he's in studio tomorrow. Plus Johnny Cabasa with a fast food review. We're discussing uh, the Supreme Court retirement today of Justice Kennedy. The swing vote, as they called him on the Supreme Court. Uh, Relating it to your uh, everyday life, in your profession, whatever you do, what is the highest job you could achieve in your profession? For me, as a radio talk show host, it would be a Stern or a Rush Limbaugh. For Deb, it would be uh, she wants to be a morning show host on a rock station in London or, mm-hmm. or something. Chuck, uh, he's happy. He, he works for Eric Erickson. Good. He's, at, he's
1: at, this, his, at the apex <laughs> half of his days. career.
0: Uh, intern Spencer, I don't know what you want to be when you grow up, but uh, w- what do you think you want to be?
1: I could be an intern for someone else, man. This is this is the highest as an intern you can get. That's right.
0: I mean, you, I make you do zero work, so that's
1: you've (laughs) you've hit the apex. But Um, uh, what do you want to
0: what do you want to do for a career?
1: Uh, I'm currently shooting to do something in like radio journalism. So like NPR is like the super easy. Like man, that'd be cool to work there type of thing.
0: Gotcha. All right. -hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck with that. So think about your career. What would be the uh, the highlight, the best gig you could have in your career? 404-872-0750, zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. So, like, if you're a high school football coach, coaching the New England Patriots, probably right? Wouldn't that be the the dream gig if you're I a high school so, football yeah. coach? So that's how we're that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. Rudy, just speaking of football, Rudy joins us on the show. What's going on, Rudy? Hey, how you doing? Just Excellent. Driving
7: on the interstate.
0: What do you do for uh, a living, Rudy?
7: I am a Doctor of Chiropractic in Roswell. And I probably have reached as high as I can get with that. Uh, But I also am on the healing team at church. And nothing floats my boat more than laying hands on the sick and watching God heal them.
0: Forgive my ignorance as as a Hebrew. Hold on one second, Rudy. As a Hebrew, what what is the laying hands team at church? Jews nugget, what does that mean? I don't know what that means.
7: Well, that means when the Bible says that you can call for the elders of the church, they'll lay hands on you, anoint you with oil. Ask what you will and it will be done. So if you ask God to heal them, I've prayed for people and I've watched God heal them. And so, it just doesn't get much better than that. So let's
0: say Longori is having lower back pain. He comes to church and, and how, what, how does it work? What is disease? Do you call for volunteers? Do you ask if anyone's in pain? How, how, how does the process go?
7: Well, we don't do that actually during the main service. Every Tuesday night, there's a little uh, house behind the church. And it's a Sunday school classroom, and we hold a healing service there. So we take turns, the people that are on the healing team, and we teach people about healing, the scriptures and what the Bible says about healing. Mm-hmm. And then we ask if anybody would like to be prayed for. And we get a whole multiplicity of different types of problems. What's the most common most
0: common ailment that they want you to lay hands on? Not, not at a chiropractor, but at the, at the church.
7: Do you know... I don't think there's a most common. No, um, I, would think, had a, I would think. I would think back like pain. Weeks ago, with a brain tumor.
9: Oh, geez. We had a guy
7: that he's he's never uh, drank alcohol, but he's in end stage cirrhosis of the liver. And we've been praying for him every week now for about four weeks.
0: Now I don't, I don't course, deny the 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 healing power of prayer. I don't deny that. But you do also right? tell these folks, hey, see a doctor if you've got cirrhosis. Oh no, they're
7: the- they're already seeing okay, doctors. Okay, good. And we good. don't tell anybody to take off uh, their medication. Okay, good. But good. List, listen to this. This yeah. guy with the with the cirrhosis. Yeah. God has been working on him and every week he has to go every 10 days i think he has to go and have fluid drawn off of his abdomen Mm -hmm. and it always is more fluid they told him it always would be yes and so a few weeks ago it was 13 pounds of fluid oh my goodness And and yes tremendous and then it dropped down to 10 and i think last week it was seven and so the doctors called him in and they wanted to know what he'd been doing because it never goes that way; it always increases, and they can't figure it out.
0: And he said, "Doctor Rudy's been laying hands."
7: He said, "Jesus, baby, Jesus has been working on me."
0: So I'm, I'm, I, I love I this. I love this call, Rudy. So in your chiropractic office, though, do you incorporate prayer in your treatment? Let's say Low T comes in with uh, a stiff neck. Do you, do you adjust him and do the prayer thing, or that's strictly for the church?
7: I don't incorporate it into the practice as such. Mm-hmm. But anytime the door is open, I love to, I have a picture of Jesus in there and somehow it seems to pop up frequently.
0: Interesting. And
7: anytime that it, the door is opened, then I'll ask them, would you like for me to pray for you?
0: Now, what if, and what if, I have what some if
7: people say no and others say, yeah, I sure would.
0: What if Loti has no insurance? He's a cheap guy and he needs an adjustment, but he doesn't go to your, uh, your, your office. He goes to church and said, it says, doc, can you just do quick adjustment here? Would you do that for him or no?
7: You can't do a quick adjustment in oh, okay. church. That that doesn't work.
0: Got gotcha. you, Chuck. But you're out of luck. I've
7: seen people with low back pain get prayed for, yeah. and get healed, and and that pain leave. I've seen that happen.
0: Unbelievable. So,
7: you know that's that's all good too.
0: You're listen, Rudy. A, you're doing you're doing God's work on both ends. You know you're doing it at the office. You're doing it at the at the church. You're you're doing great stuff, my friend.
7: It, it is awesome. I had a, a lady come to me in Tennessee when I was up there before I moved here. And uh, she came in, and she said, I need you to pray for me. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, what do you need? She said, see this spot on my face right here? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, that's cancer. She said, i got to have surgery next week. She said, I don't want to have surgery on that. She said, I want God to take it off. She said, Will you pray for me? I said, yes, ma'am. So I laid hands on her, and I prayed for God. I bound it, rebuked it, cast it in the sea, and commanded it to heal in Jesus' name. So she comes in about 10 days later, and I looked at her, and I said, Good gracious! I said they did a great job on your face. I said I can't even tell where it was. She started shaking her head. Uh uh-uh. uh. And I said, What do you mean? No. She said, Two days after you prayed for me, she said that thing dried up and fell off. She said I saved it and <laughs> took it to the, the doctor. It was he a said, zit. I don't have an explanation <laughs> for that, but she said he, the doctor told her said your cancer's gone. Lady he said you don't have to have any surgery. Uh,
0: that's amazing. I'm glad she you at least said let her God. go to the doctor because uh, you got to go to a dermatologist if you've got cancer on your face. Pray for it, yes. But go to the go to the dermatologist and get it checked out. If you have a fungus, like Chuck's got a lot of fungal issues. <laughs>
2: <Wait>. <laughs> okay, that's fake news. <laughs> it's all that Let running me jump in he, all right now. Yeah, yeah. All that running. Yeah, all that running. Foot
0: fungus. Remember that the episode in Seinfeld when he found yes. the fungal cream? <laughs> it's for your cat. Yeah, go to the doctor. Praying's great, but go to the doctor as well. All right, Mary's up next on the Mark Aram show. Hello, Mary.
11: Hi. How are you?
0: Excellent. How you doing?
11: I'm doing fine i just got off the uh highway and i'm sitting in my driveway waiting to talk to you oh that's
0: fantastic thank you
11: you're welcome i've been thinking about this uh career move uh, what i would like to do and what's, what's the highest level i could uh, achieve mm-hmm. in my career i'm i am an insurance professional and i kind of was thinking about that i've kind of transitioned from uh, working for a farm bureau nationwide. And finally, I became uh, owner of an all-state agent agency. Good for you. So I was there for about 10 years. And then I decided to sell that book and open up my own agency, my own insurance agency. So I'm the principal there at my agency right now. That's,
0: that's pretty good. I would imagine maybe insurance commissioner probably would be, I mean, aside yeah, from owning your exactly. own thing.
11: Yes, that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Yes, you're exactly right. Insurance I, commissioner. Yeah, insurance commissioner of the state of Georgia would be just perfect for me.
0: I think you should I think you should uh, try to achieve that, Mary. And then you could I sell will. you could sell your practice to Longoria and let him yeah. run run so your would office. You vote for me. Of course yes. I'd vote for you.
11: Oh, absolutely. So just watch out for that name, Mary, okay?
0: Mary, state well, insurance I, commissioner. But once you once you became state uh, insurance commissioner, you got to come on the Mark Aram show regularly though, okay? I will. All right. We won't lay hands on you, but we'll have you on the air. 4048720750. Claudia's in Griffin, Georgia. Claudia, welcome to the Mark Aram show.
4: Hey there. Hey Claudia. Uh, following Rudy and Mary. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Rudy. Wow. Yeah,
0: that was that was impressive.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I uh, uh, teach essential oils and I um sell essential oils and I would love to break into the China market. China? China. China. It, China. <laughs> yeah, no, China.
0: China. Are there any, yeah. uh, Chuck, are there any import tariffs on uh, essential oils to China? At least not, not that I'm China. aware of at this point. <laughs> 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 so do you make your own oils, Claudia, or?
4: No, I work for a, I work for, um, a, a company here. Yeah. And, What's the um, most
0: popular essential oil on the market today? Peppermint yeah. and
4: lavender and lemon.
0: All in one, or are those are three separate ones?
4: No, peppermint, you know, for headaches and di- uh, digestion. Ooh, that so would work for me then. For, yeah, yeah, and lavender for sleep, and lemon for um, detox, and you know. Just, I need
0: all three of those. What do I do? just apply into my skin, or do I drink them? What's the deal?
4: Uh, some oils you can drink, some you cannot. So, like, they, let's, they let's say
0: hypothetically, I have digestive issues. Hypothetically. <laughs> What? Okay. What would I do with an essential oil <laughs> to uh, to cure my my hypothetical digestive issues?
4: You could uh, uh, shoot a couple of drops of peppermint down your throat, and that would take care of your indigestion.
0: No kidding. Let's we'll say it's more and than this indigestion. Is, it's, it's, this is say it's yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> say it's,
1: it's <laughs> just re- suppose here.
0: Yeah, uh, hypothetically, it's it's a lot worse than just indigestion.
1: So you have poops.
0: Uh, hypothetically <laughs> h- hypothetically i go hurry hurry poopies quite a bit what what am i looking at
4: <laughs> okay uh, there's an oil called uh, digest Gin that has fennel and peppermint and ginger in it and you can take that and it will actually take care of that all problem. right
0: spence write that down by the way get that get that for me um <laughs> hey good luck getting your oils into Gina, by the way i'm i'm excited no, for forget you, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> bye claudia oh <laughs> uh, I, you yeah, know that what was great. <laughs> get I didn't even think about this till now get Rudy back on the line lay hands on my small intestine and maybe he can Whoa. cure he can cure my uh my hypothetical yeah. stomach issues Rudy if you're listening pray for my stomach buddy <laughs> pray for my stomach all right we'll come back Scott Larry and Bill next 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram this is the Mark Aram show Final segment of the show got to be super fast here. Unfortunately, Scott joins us in Ball Ground. Scott, what do you have?
6: Well, Mark, uh, I, the highest I can go is a CEO or CEO slash president in our company. Everybody starts at the bottom, and that's our current CEO is started out the same position I did.
0: I think CEO is yeah, yeah. That's that's no. If you're in business, like that's that's the top CEO. I'll never be the CEO of anything. Pretty much, you could a start fact.
2: your own company and be the CEO, just to be the
0: CEO. A Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah. Okay, that could be, that could work. I'd never be a real CEO. Larry and Rockmart. Larry, real quick, what do you have, buddy? Larry. Hey, old Larry. Everybody, clap your hands! Wow. Got one right under the under the gun there. All right, maybe that could have been my fault because the system. I don't know. Bill's in Buckhead. Bill, how are you, sir?
6: Hey, Mark, I don't know if this has ever come up again. I've been a musician all my life. I play the drums. It's an up-and-down, checkered career. It's certainly not like it used to be, but I want to invite you guys, if you're ever able to. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing I do is a Sunday brunch in town Brookhaven at a place called Their Bar. Like, I'll see you there.
0: T-H-E-R-E.
6: T-H-E-R-E. It's about a mile up from uh, uh, the Marta Station in Brookhaven. Okay. we're there. We won't be there the long weekend uh, following the fourth, but that's what I do. And Listen, if you ever do another topic like this, uh, I could weigh in a little more.
0: I guess playing uh, drums on the Tonight Show would be the uh, ultimate uh, for a drummer.
9: Yeah, right? I, I, uh, I'm sad to say I didn't prepare myself for that. <laughs> Fair.
0: There you go. We'll come see you, Bill, because I love Bill from Buckhead. I love brunch, and now I love peppermint oil. So let's do Star of the Show. Bam, bam, bam.
10: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: Um, uh, it's not me. It's certainly not Spencer. <laughs> um, let's let's Deb did work. We'll give it to Deb. She got all the millennial match game things, and then had to redo them. Bless you, Rachel. Bless you. Um, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aaron, Facebook Mark Aaron WSB. Tomorrow night on the show, little Sanjay in studio, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. You
9: and me.